Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Oh, Big Aaron Judge, all rise. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are on your ESPN app. Just scroll down to live radio. You find us right there. It's the lower right-hand corner. Click on it. Scroll down to live radio. You take us with you in your ears right into work. Presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, you can be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. That was Michael K. You heard of the sound coming in from the Yes Network. That was the call of Aaron Judge's 60th home run. As far as I'm concerned, he is the third guy to ever do it. They're all Yankees, by the way. And he looks likely that he will break Roger Maris's 61 home runs this year. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Keith. What's good? What's good? What's What's good? How did you get that right, Max? What did I get right? Triple crown. Judge is going to hit 60. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Yeah, yeah, me. (laughs) 52 home runs as a rookie. Then he really hadn't been healthy after that, right? He hit 27 in like 108, 110, 112 games. Did it again the next year. Then last year... He played 148 games, hit 39, but he hadn't been in the groove of playing full seasons, right? So I figure you hit 39, same thing as 40. If he plays a few more games, he would hit, you know, and, and had played before that full seasons. He probably hits 45 last year, something like that. So I look in the past, I see what he's capable of. Much like Saquon, where I thought he had a, you know, yep. we'll see what happens, but that's not your ceiling, right? If you're a rookie, you can do better than that. So I figure in a contract year, the whole thing. <laughs> He's going to be super motivated. He had a chance to hit 60, and he did. Just so people can recognize, it was about a month ago where I come into work. Max comes in a little bit later than me, and we're about to start our meeting. And literally, you were so hyped. You're like, Jay, I, I'm telling you, I got it. I got it. Like, this dude is going to be triple crown. And you started going through and naming it like a month ago. And now all of a sudden to see him be on that pace for the triple crown, it's, it's crazy, man. Well, because he was like, what I saw was he's really an opposite field hitter, but he started pulling the ball this year, which is why he hit so many more home runs. And But then he got into a little funk. Remember, he didn't hit a home run for a while, so he starts taking the ball the other way to get out of it. Starts getting base hits. So I look up, I'm like, he's hitting 297. League leader's at like 327, 324 maybe. One guy ticks up in a month, 15 points, 12 points. The other guy ticks down. It could happen. Sure enough, he is now leading the league. But guys, not just in batting average home runs and RBIs, He's leading in runs, that's four. Mm. Walks, that's five. Total bases, that's six. Slugging percentage is seven. On-base percentage is eight. OPS plus, like on-base plus slugging, you'd be like, well, you're cheating because he's already leading in on-base and slugging. No kidding, he's going to lead in OPS. But OPS plus adjusts for ballparks. He's leading in that, that's nine. And wins above replacement, that's ten. You know how you say trip? That's a decouple crown. A decouple crown he's leading in. What, here's the question. If he does that, let's say he leads in everything, breaks the home run record, long way, a lot of things have to happen. Yankees win the World Series. He's MVP in a contract year. It's the greatest season of all time. And then they don't sign him, and he goes to the that, Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Key. Like, it, or it, he comes to the Dodgers because we're going to do something different. Could be. He, I, I think you've got to give him $400 million if he does all that. I think You're adding got, a four? What was, what was the number? What did they give him? What did they offer they him? Offered, four, two, something? They offered two twelve and a half. 
And right now the projection is he'll be north of three and a quarter, maybe somewhere between three and a quarter and 350. But if he continues like this, wins that, like has all those accolades. And he's got, what, it, 12 games to go? Yeah. But here's also so the if he thing. has 12 games to go, he could possibly hit about 66 home runs. Yeah, it could happen. Run. The thing that's different about him, though, which is like the franchise will have to feel pressure to pay him whatever he wants. Yeah. There's a, a Derek Jeter feel like him, right? Like every time this dude does something special, he deflects the attention. And like even last night, that, that solo home run at the top of the ninth, like that leading to Francisco Lindor's Grand Slam. Like, I'm sorry, John Carlos. That, yeah, John Carlos Stan. John Carlos yeah. Stan coming out, Grand Slam. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of kicked that off, right? So, like, when you hear him at the presser say, yeah, it's great, you know, whatever, but, like, we got the win and that's all I care about, like, that reminds me of Derek Jeter. Like, there's very, like, captain-like vibes that as a fan, it makes you want to root for him even more. There's, there's two different kind of um, – lineages in Yankees history. There's Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, like the larger-than-life, later on for a little while, Reggie Jackson, larger-than-life, face of the league, known for the home run, right, which is like until the touchdown replaced it, it was the symbol of American might and all this stuff, and hits them the farthest, hits the most of them, the whole thing, right? The Yank- so, so he's part of that. He's Paul Bunyan, right? He's part of that. But he's also, there's also the tradition of Lou Gehrig, uh, later on, you know, uh, Don Mattingly, uh, Derek Jeter, uh, like the reserved captain guy. Right? Homegrown. Homegrown yes. captain plays the game the right way guy. Judges both those things. He's, he's in both those lineages. So if he's both and he's all this and that, why wouldn't the Yankees pay him, Max? Why, didn't they, why did they not give him what he was worth in the value? And why did they – play around with it and do all of those things. They were being stupid and cheap. Penny wise and pound foolish, right? Like, you know, I'm going to save a penny and lose and lose a dollar. Like Hal Steinbrenner, the owner of the Yankees, runs the Yankees like a generic big market team. In other words, he'll spend money, he's making a lot of money, he'll spend a lot of money, but not like these are the Yankees. We got to I'm going to be irrationally competitive. Dr. Jerry Buss, George Steinbrenner, a few others throughout American team sports history. They knew this is the iconic franchise. I'm going to be irrationally competitive. Sometimes, even if it's not in my best interest, bottom line, I, I, I got to spend this money. We got to win, right? That's not Hal Steinbrenner. Hal Steinbrenner is like, we're a generic big market team. If it makes sense for us, we'll do it. You know, if it affects my bottom line, I don't want to pay luxury tax, that kind of stuff, or repeater tax as little as possible. And, and so the, the curious thing is they went to seven years for judge. That's the whole thing. That's Yo, but he's 30 years old. You go to seven years. If you go to seven years, just pay the average annual. Joe Lake of so, the owner see, of the at, at, at 30 years old, that ain't nothing in baseball, though. Yeah, it's it, true. It, you it, can for him play to get long. to 37, yeah. right? I mean, they could have gone out a little longer and stretched it, but they now have something that they have to deal with. They spent a little, they spent, didn't spend any money on this year other than what was already on the books. And now they could account for what they're going to have to spend based on the postseason success that the Yankees might have, and they make some money in the postseason, and they win. That's, it's, They're going to have to spend it. It's going to cost a minimum $120, $150 million. Joe Lake, the owner yeah. of the uh, yeah, Warriors, of the Warriors, pretty much said, I don't mind paying luxury luxury tax on his, or legacy, legacy luxury tax. Yeah. Which means, like, hey, for the legacy of our franchise, 
I'll go over to luxury tax. Lacob's one of those. Lacob's one of those that's guys. That's the same thing with the Yankees, right? To a degree. Okay, like this is a legacy tax type thing. We'll go over it for a guy that's one of ours. So Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown in 2012 with the Tigers. Uh, Mickey Mantle and Ye- and Lou Gehrig both won triple crowns 56 and in 34. Um, but to to win the triple crown in the same year, you hit the you you win the home you set the home run record. And by the way, he's 20 home runs ahead of the next closest guy. Like it, I'm with Key. Like you got to win the World Series. If you win the World Series, it's the greatest season in the history of baseball. Like yeah, I, if he wins the World Series, it will be. If they win the World Series, he probably most like usually. Well, I mean, you can always get a. A Chuck Knobloch coming out of nowhere as an MVP type guy, right, you know what I'm saying? Just a guy yeah. in the World Series. You're like, oh my Scott God, Brocious. he came out, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. But the chances are he'll be the uh, the odds-on favorite yeah. if they go to the World Series to be the guy that should be winning the MVP. And you trust him in the clutch, like some dudes. Mm-hmm. When you see him in a big moment, you're like, yeah, I'm very happy with this. Other times it could be a big star, but you're like, I don't want to see him up in the clutch. But Judge, you want to see. You'll hear from Aaron Judge a little later in the show, and we will have much more on him. Buster Olney also will join us later in the show. Is it too early to ask the question, the Buffalo Bills go undefeated? Are they playing that well? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. So tell me about this eye surgery that's going to happen today. Give me a breakdown. <sighs> Look. 3.30 p.m. today? The, the bo- I, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy right now. The bosses are, are trying to protect me from myself, right? 
so oh. they won't let me work tomorrow. We try to do that you know, every day. My, yeah, that's right. A lot of people do. It's a corner man. <laughs> Throw in the towel! <laughs> but, but I wanted to, like, I scheduled surgery late in the day. And the doctor hooked me up because he's a fan. He's doing it late in the day, right? Okay, yep. Which, but I did that so I wouldn't miss work today. And I planned on working tomorrow. So what? I have an eye patch. It's funny. So it's a, oh, it's a meme. Who cares, right? The problem is this. Mm. They won't let me work tomorrow. They take me off all the shows. They're like, no, come on, man. You just got your eyeball taken out and everything. Oh, just, God. Just, just, eyeball well, taken just out. just the lens of the eye. But, but come on, just you know, take Thursday off. They wouldn't let me do it. I was like, no, no, no. They're like, no, no, you're taking Thursday off. All right. So for that, I would have done it in the morning, Key, Jay, because you're not allowed to eat eight hours. Can't eat or drink anything eight hours before the surgery. I got to go through a whole work day on no food. I'm tanking up right now. At 7.30 a.m. is the cutoff. You usually, the eating thing, but you're not going under, though, right? You're going to be awake. Yeah, but they have an anesthesiologist with, like, an IV and Valium or whatever they're going to put in. They're going to put some stuff in me during the surgery. You can't drink water? I don't think so. But I'm you gonna, can drink I'm water. Gonna, I'm going to text the doctor. I think you can while. drink water before surgery. Hope so, man. Don't listen to Jay. Find out. I, I've had 14 the, surgeries. The fact so that you say you think, don't listen well, to Jay. Because <laughs> I've drank water before. Jay's like the buyout. I'm like, I've had there. a lot of surgeries here. If there's anybody that's good about surgeries, it's me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> right. We th- you ever watch the Bionic Man as a kid, Jay? No. Oh, Key, I'm sure, watched that, right? Why wouldn't I watch Steve Austin? What's of course. Dan, dan, dan. You know, he gets into this. He's a pilot you know many, who's in a plane you know crash, little and they Steve reconstruct Austin, him. You know how many Steve, mini Steve Austin dolls I've had? Oh, when you could see through the eye key? Oh, Remember that? Oh, come on, man. Bionic Stop man. it. You go to your like, friend's house. They have that. I didn't have that one, but my friend. Man, my KTLA, house, had... Channel 5, baby. Linda Evans' girlfriend. Come on. Is this like Terminator before Terminator? No, no, no. So Wasn't Linda a, Evans his girlfriend, right? I don't remember. I don't. I, I couldn't tell I think, you. Linda I think Evans that was his. Gr- I think Wonder Woman was his girlfriend, right? Oh, no, that was Linda Carter. Uh, Lin- Wait a minute. Which one is Linda Evans? Linda Carter was Wonder Woman. S- series ran from Lindsay, Lindsay Wagner. It was Lindsay Wagner. Yeah, bionic man. They former rebuilt him, Jay. A former astronaut. Yeah, they rebuilt him. Coming back to Earth or whatever. He crashes. Can we rebuild? We can rebuild him. Bigger or better, stronger, better, faster, faster, stronger. He has a special eye. Could see distances. He ran super fast and was strong and stuff. Had a, like one arm that was super strong. Hmm, okay. Bionic man, brother. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't born. Wagner. I was not born. <laughs> was oh, that was and the best. Was I wanted to be practicing become one of the best basketball so players in the world. Keyshawn J. Will and Max back in 10 seconds. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. 
Go to prizepix.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash morning. Code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here's Allen on second and ten. Josh Allen won. He's the MVP, projected MVP in the eyes of many. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the ESPN app. We're now on ESPNU. You say play ESPN on your smart speaker. Boom, we pop right up. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And by the way, you can download the podcast, of course. Everyone likes the podcast. But we are on the app. The app's probably already on your phone. If it's not, you download it. It takes a second. So this is what you do. You click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Lower right-hand corner, click more. Then just scroll down a live radio. You take us with you. Portable. Portable radio right in your ears. So, guys, here's the question. Key, Jay, the Bills have looked awesome so far. They've looked awesome. And I know, Key, they got a big schedule coming up. They could Bill, We could t- pick up our heads. They could be two and three and after five games. Like, you never know. But do you think, Key, that the quality of their play – is enough so far to at least start asking the questions, play a little talk radio for the fans. Oh, you already, you already oh, trying God. to tee me up with the play a little talk yeah, radio. Yeah. Please help uh, me I'm out here, Key. I don't because here I just don't want Key to be like take. nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. That's what I said yesterday on the call, by the way. So, is it too early to ask? Is the quality of this team an undefeated team? Are they that good? Are they? Is, is, are they so good that you could ask they could possibly run the table? I don't know that they're that good to be able to run the table. And, and, and I know you say play radio. It's hard to play radio, Max, when you look at the schedule. Yep. Because one, it, it's interesting that I, I didn't even – obviously, clearly, I didn't even know we were having this conversation because I didn't get a chance to join the call with you guys yesterday. But I actually talked to Brandon Bean, uh, the general manager of the Buffalo Bills, yesterday. And we were just having a conversation about the football team and – and you know just where they were at, and he's going down to my. They're going down to Miami, and as a good general manager and Brandon would say, is they got a good team. We got a good team, but we're gonna figure out you know who's better, and we're gonna go one one game at a time type mm-hmm. situation. Um, I think they have an opportunity to do something special in Buffalo. Just talking to him, I don't have a sense that that's something that's on their radar about being undefeated. Because there's only one team in the history of the National Football League in 1972 in a 14-game season where a team went from wire to wire 
and that was the Miami Dolphins. Well, let's say regular um, season because the Patriots did it. I mean, like, and it's 17 games. It's a crazy well, thing to do. But Well, 17 games now. Yeah. At the time when the Dolphins Six. did it, it was four, 14 Well, the games. Patriots did it with 16 games. They, they just the didn't win the Super did it Bowl. With six, yeah. The Patriots did it with 16. In fact, Max, you'll be proud of me. I was at the giant uh, New England game. In, 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 I guess it was MetLife. That's what it was. Yeah, MetLife at the time uh, when they went 16 and 0, the last game of the year. I happened to be at that, that game mm-hmm. sitting in the, sitting up there with some giant folk. Um, but I don't, I don't think they could do it. They have the team, but it's just so hard, Max. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a point of 12 and 0, I clinched the division. I'm the number one seed. I'm 13 and 0. I'm 14 and 0. Now you're Best starting to get focused in on the task at hand, which is the Super Bowl. You're not worried about a regular season record because, as I said before, there's only one team that's ever done it and won it all, and that was the Dolphins. The New England Patriots tried it, but that didn't go so well in the end. Every time I hear any media person talk about undefeated or any family member or friend, I'm like, get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm, I'm not in it to be undefeated. I'm in it to win a championship. My sophomore year, we started off 12-0. and People start, well, what do you guys got? You know, three top ten picks on your team. Look at this schedule. Look soft. Maybe there's a chance you can run through the gauntlet of the ACC. I'm like, oh, I'm not focused on that. That is a distraction. If we get there, it, it great. But, like, the Pats got there, and they lost in the Super Bowl, and it's the one stain on their resume where you're like, it doesn't matter unless you win the whole thing. What I'm asking really, guys, because I don't think they – listen, the odds are so against it. As no, I they said, have, they could look up and lose three games in the next four. You know, like they, they got a have tough the schedule. Team, they have the makeup of a team that could do it. Mm-hmm. It's probably not – it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. It's not going to happen. But that's I what I'm asking. We said it, we the, said it last year about the, the Chiefs. So we're like, the Chiefs have to make up. I never team. felt. I never felt. Yeah, they but had mo- the you didn't. But multiple people at our network did. But they didn't. They have said the it. Defense. The build, This is what I'm like. Okay. No, so, they can't. They can, Max. There's no question about it. They mm, can do it. They got the makeup of the team. They got the quarterback. They got the receiver that I interviewed yesterday and Stephon Diggs when I was on first take. They got a defense in Von Miller. They got mm-hmm. some shutdown corners. They got. They got a, a running game that needs to come to life through Zach Moss and Singletary that I think at some point can. They certainly do. They got home field advantage type situation with the uh, Bills Mafia. They got all the makings of a situation that could go undefeated. It's just hard as hell to do. There's no question about it because we, when you get there, you start thinking about what ifs. What if somebody gets hurt in week 15 trying to chase an unnecessary meaningless record so to speak right no I, this is so 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 you he hit on it just now jake he did like what i'm really asking is there's some teams and i'll pick two that didn't win the super bowl okay mm-hmm. patriots who lost to the giants yep. in 07 and greatest show on turf that lost to the patriots yep. but those are teams i'll oh, like and so forget about the playoffs what, and everything the, they were the such show, what you mean the greatest show on turf that lost to the patriots the the rams team that lost to the patriots but they wasn't undefeated no, I know they weren't undefeated, but I know I'm making a separate point. But I'm saying, like, I'm thinking of teams that I'll always remember whether or not they won the Super Bowl. So that team wasn't undefeated, the greatest show on turf, and they lost the Super Bowl even. But during the season, they were oh, flying would, would you so high yeah. that, I, that you could ask the question. I don't remember what their record was early, but, like, damn, who could mess with these guys? They're well, special. That's, the Bills go, are already giving you that feeling a little bit. I don't know the exact but, year. But if you if you go back to the Indianapolis Colts that I think they yeah. finished at 14, 14 and, and 2. two yep. They were at a 12 and 0, 13 and 0 type 
situation. But Coach Tony Dungy was more worried about the Super Bowl than chasing a, a meaningless regular season uh, record, so to speak. And he decided to start sitting guys. And they wind up, you know, they went from a, a Peyton Manning uh, situation with a, with an artist to a guy in the, that was a painter. You know, they kind of went to a, a whole nother deal. And they wind up losing those games. And some of the players on that team wanted to. We always would, like, if we right there within reach of it, of course you want to go undefeated. But, no, why, but, Key, in, in, the, in the case of the NFL, football is king, right? We all agree it's the number one sport in the country, right? Absolutely. If you go undefeated as an NFL team, like I just said, Aaron Judge might have the greatest season of all time. If you go undefeated as an NFL team and win the Super Bowl, the whole brand of your franchise will change forever. You will be known as the greatest team that ever did. Like, that's the number one team yeah, in the history the, of American the, sports. The, the, okay. the Denver Broncos in 1998 had a chance to do it. Right. And they lost to the Giants. Uh, they lost to the Giants in, like, week – I feel like it was week three. 14. Oh, the Giants ruining everybody's perfect record. I, I think it was week 14, and I think the, mm-hmm. I think they went 15 and one that year. Mm-hmm. Could I, and I we wind remember, up but... playing them. We wind up playing them. Was, I think they were 15 and one, and I think we wind up playing them in the AFC Championship game. But that's why you hear coaches focus on one game at a time because, like, you never, it, as an athlete, you're taught to train yourself about your next opponent, not your next 15 opponents on the opportunity to go undefeated. That's the interesting thing about college football, right? College football now, you have to go undefeated yep. to win a national title. Two years from now, when they put in the, 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 the 12 teams, you won't have to go undefeated to win a national title. You can lose a couple games and still peak at the end of the season and wind up being the national champion with a couple losses. You might right have now, three losses and win a yeah, national right, title. Yeah, maybe, 12, yeah I guess it just depends on who. Yeah, I guess you could have. Maybe you could yeah. have three losses and still be the national champion. But my whole point is you can afford to lose two, three years from now when they put this in play. Right now, you got to go wire to wire. College is way different, way different. than the NFL it's in terms of going undefeated. One day a team will go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. But that day may not be today, right? It may not be the Bills. I'm just just wondering, man. They look really good. Um, so many things have to go right. So man. many. That's so it's a many long things. shot. Why hasn't Max clicked? put it out there? They're going undefeated. Why hasn't it clicked for the Bengals so far this season? And and is it too early for the defending AFC champs to start panicking? One team's going undefeated. One team's in panic. We're in week two. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Keyshawn J. Willemax, you're listening to ESPN Radio. You can also find us on the app and listen live. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us right there. All right, Shannon, it's time to play to the max. What is the topic this week? All right, the topic this week for To The Max, it's week two. I know it's only two games in, but it's never too early to start panicking. So I want to get you guys this level of panic meter for these teams after week two, okay? Keyshawn, we will start with the 0-2 Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, looking at the Caesars odds, they are plus 148 to make the playoffs. So Keyshawn, what's your level of panic for the Bengals right now? If I'm in the Cincinnati Bengals organization or I'm a fan of the Bengals, I'm starting to panic. I'm sitting at 0-2. The wins that I was getting last year as my quarterback was sacked at a record pace, we were winning those games. Right now we're 0-2, and he's been sacked 13 times this year. Plus I got to look at the division, and I got to look at where the Cleveland Browns are, the Pittsburgh Steelers are, the Baltimore Ravens are. They're all sitting at 1-1, one and, one. and when you look at that, that's a tough division I think they missed the playoffs. That's just my panic as of right now. I'm a medium panic when it comes to the Bengals. They could have won both games easily. That O-line is something that needs to continue to jail. You can also go back to that last game where they could have challenged that that catch down, that, that touchdown catch by Jamar Chase that they didn't. I thought that kind of cost them the game. But I think they can clean things up. And at, at the end of the day, I like Joe Burrow in the position he's in. He'll be fine. You know, I would be at a zero. He is to the max. You're at a 50. I would be at a zero because they're two plays away from being 2-0, right? Joe Burrow is not going to not make those plays. He's going to make those plays down the stretch, I believe. But I have to be at a 50 because even though O-lines can play together and get better over time, he's getting sacked, as you said, at a record clip. That's where the panic would come in. Mm -hmm. Not not like, oh, the season's lost, but – Joe Burrow going to have a short career if they don't get this together, right? That's where the panic would come in. All right, Keyshawn, the next team that we're looking at, panic meter after week two, the Tennessee Titans. 0-2 Tennessee Titans right now, according to Caesars, their odds to make the playoffs, they are sitting at plus 130. Keyshawn, what's your level of panic for the Titans? The entire NFL fan base, all these teams are going to hate me because I'm not agreeing with them. Panic, Tennessee Titans. Are you heard in the voice of Coach Rabel after getting just – thrash by the Buffalo Bills. This football team is not the team that we saw three years ago in the Tennessee Titans. This is a totally different football team. The defense isn't playing great. The offense isn't playing great. They wasn't able to run the football against one of the top defenses, if not the top defense in the Buffalo Bills in the National Football League. Their quarterback is replaceable at some point in time throughout this year. They may go to Malik Willis. So when I look at this situation, despite that division, not being great, Jacksonville Jaguars are trying their best. The Houston or Houston Texans are trying their best. The Indianapolis Colts, you might as well put them on the side as well. I just look at this and say to myself, they're probably going to have to win the division to make the playoffs, and I don't know that they will win the division. Yeah, to the max, easily for me. Derrick Henry's production has gone down. Teams are stacking the box. Losing A.J. Brown, which they could have retained A.J. Brown, I think that's a massive loss. Even though Robert Woods, I think, is good, but at the end of the day, like I said, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is the guy on this team. He's not the guy that can carry the load. He's a marginal quarterback, but not the guy that they need him to be. Hey, Brown. I, I, hey Max, I yep. was maxed out there. I said panic. It's to the, to the max. To the max. To the max. I said panic, but I meant to, to the, the max. max. You're to the max, yeah. too. 
I'm also to the max. A.J. Brown is a great receiver. He's one of the best receivers in football to me. And 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 just physical. and He does everything. Um, but here's the real problem. They're getting run on. And now they can't run the ball because that's the only thing they can do. So obviously teams are ready for him. And just like I say with Saquon, he needs a receiver to loosen things up. So does Derrick Henry. Doesn't have it anymore. They're toast to the max. All right, we're looking at the panic level here to the max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. See, Key, I said Keyshawn today. We're looking at the panic <laughs> level for these teams after week two in the NFL. Let's move on to the Carolina Panthers sitting at 0-2. Ooh, boy. Their odds to make the playoffs, according to Caesars, they're at plus 600. Keyshawn, what's your panic meter here for the Carolina Panthers? To the max. Uh, it's to the max. The Carolina Panthers, they went out and got Baker Mayfield. He was supposed to solve all their issues. They got Christian McCaffrey back in the lineup. They're sitting at 0-2. They lose to the Cleveland Browns. We saw the New York Giants take care of business against them. This team is not good as of right now, and I don't think they'll ever be good. They're in a division with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans will bounce back and get healthy again, and they'll probably win a bunch of games, either win a division or wind up finishing second, getting a wild card spot. I don't see where Carolina makes no run at all to the max. Easy, to the max. And for Matt Rule, to the super max for Matt Rule. Talk about job being on the hot seat. Look, Two winnable games to start this season, okay? You're talking about the Browns without Watson and then the Giants. Their next five games, Saints, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams, Bucks. Okay, I don't think they're going to win any of those games. And Baker Mayfield, his uh, completing 53% of his passes, that ranks pretty much 32nd in QBR. That's dead last. Not looking good. 32 out of 32. Not looking good, Max. Super Max. Yeah, I, I give it to the Max. I would be at 50 because I don't think they're that bad. But what you guys just said, you, you, you had two games. You had to win at least one of them to start the season. Now the schedule gets tough. McCaffrey is a whole lot. And Baker I don't think is bad. But given the schedule and the fact they start 0-2, I'd be to the Max. Mm-hmm. All right, Keith, let's stick in the NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons also at 0-2, like the Carolina Panthers. Their odds to make the playoffs, according to Caesars, is currently sitting at 1450 to make the playoffs. What's your panic level for the Atlanta Falcons, Keith? To the max. Uh, it, it, the same thing that I said about the Carolina Panthers, except they went out and got Marcus Mariota instead of uh, Baker Mayfield. So, this division will simply go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the New Orleans Saints. There's only two teams that will make the playoffs out of this division, and Atlanta Falcons surely won't be one. I mean, it, and it's fine. They're in a rebuilding mode. Yeah, they are. I'll say 50 just because the two games that they've played, they've been, I mean, they've been right there. The Saints, they had it. The Rams, it was kind of close. right? So I look at Kyle Pitts. I look at Marcus Mariota, the way he's been playing. He's been playing pretty good football right now. I'm I'm not going to say to the max. I'm going to say 50. Actually, uh, for what Key and you just said, I'm at a zero, Key. I'll tell you why. Like, panic would mean you had some expectations coming into the season. As you said, Key, this is a rebuilding team. And considering they're rebuilding, they're playing with fight, right? And so that's all you really want to see right now is the team still playing together and and fighting. They are. I expected them to lose most of their games. They're on pace to do it. But they're competitive in those games. So if you're rebuilding, that's a nice thing to see. I, I, so I wouldn't panic. All right, let's head out west, Keyshawn. The Las Vegas Raiders also sitting at 0-2. According to Caesars, their odds of making the playoffs currently sits at plus 275. Keyshawn, what's your level of panic for the Las Vegas Raiders? The Raiders. Uh, zero. And here's why. 
You look at this situation, they gave the Arizona Cardinals that victory. They lost to the Chargers, a, a, a division foe. But you look at this division. Justin Herbert is injured right now. So what does that mean for the Chargers? We know Kansas City is the clear-cut favorite to run away with it. The Denver Broncos in the great Russell Wilson hasn't looked good at all whatsoever this season. They sit at one and one. Then when you talk about where they're at and you say to yourself, okay, we're sitting at 0-2. We got some games coming up that's winnable. We got the Titans. We got the Broncos at home. Then we go to Kansas City, a team that we've beaten before. But the, tight, but the, the Chiefs are on a roll. I just look at this and say to myself, I think right now it's zero because of where the division stacks up at. I don't think the Broncos are great. In the Chargers, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen with Justin Herbert and those barbecue ribs. So it's zero for me. I'm like right in between zero and 50. I'm kind of like more like in the teens, <laughs> I guess, uh, just because. I mean, zero, last, 50, or to the max, right, Jay. I'll, I'll go zero there. Since I'll, I'll just go. Just because I, their last game, they had it won. They had it won, even with Devontae Adams having two catches for 12 yards, right? So It's not going to stay that way. Yeah, that's not. And, and the more they play, the more their continuity is going to find themselves in their offense, and I think their defense will come to be there when it's said and done. I'm a 50. Like, it's a brutal division, but some, sometimes those guys slug but it out it? and keep the records, uh, you know, where they're not out of reach, right? So, so the Raiders, key, I think, might have a chance to make a late run if they get the O-line figured out, and, and not to mention the secondary. But is it a brutal division, Max? Is it really we'll after, after all the hype? At the yeah, beginning Chargers of the season, don't think so? Chargers, is it a Chiefs. Chargers, are, Chargers, Chiefs are good. Chargers, Chiefs, that was a great every, game. every for the most part. Every single division has two teams. This was supposed to be a four-team division. I that think the, Bron- is, uh, the Broncos and the Raiders, I think, will be all right. Key, I think they're gonna be pretty the, good. The Broncos are hot garbage. Max. <laughs> you got to get Key. I was yeah, watching Chargers, Chiefs with a real oh. football expert played like eleven years in the NFL, and we were watching that game, and he always explains to me this guy who I was watching the Chargers and Chiefs games with at a bar in Connecticut. He always explains <laughs> to me, it's a long season. You've got to relax. No, not this. Not got to relax. No, not, 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 not this. No, no. They, they, they're a seven-win team, man. They not, they're not good, dog. Doggy. They're not good. All right. Never mind. Jay, in the they're quarterback, not good. In the quarterback. They're not good. The quarterback. Now the Broncos. The Broncos, Jay. Mm-hmm. He's only in. You're just repeating everything that Key's yeah. saying. That's what you're I doing am. now? Okay. Yeah. I've noticed a theme. <laughs> yeah. All right. What uh, else we got? Uh, All right. The final team that we're looking at here on To The Max on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Panic to level for these teams. Indianapolis Colts currently sitting at 0-1-1. One, one. According to Caesars, their odds of making the playoffs, Keyshawn, are sitting at plus 118. Key, good friend of mine's wife is from Indianapolis, so yep. go easy. All right, Key, what's your level of panic here for the Colts? <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. It, it's, it sits at 50. And, and the reason it is, is is I still believe that Matt Ryan will figure out how to pull a rabbit out and get things done. Their schedule is, is interesting, too. They got the Chiefs and the Titans, which is a division foe. And when you look at it, if he gets going, they got a running game. Michael Pittman Jr. will be out of the lineup, probably banged up a little bit. But you just... If something tells me it's going to go the way they need it to go, and they'll probably wind up winning the division in a close race with, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars of all teams. 
I mean, I, I don't see this being anything else but to the max, frankly. It just the amount of quarterbacks that they've had in Indianapolis, the way boxes are loading up against Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan, one touchdown, four interceptions thus far. Thus far. I mean, they tied with the Texans. They got blitzed by the Jags. They got shut out by the Jags. That's all. The, this is what I'll say. I'm going to go 50. And the right. reason I'm going to go 50 is this. I don't think – I think it's pretty clear that why the league only valued Matt Ryan as a third-round pick, right, in terms of the trade. But I'm thinking of the Broncos with Peyton Manning that won the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning was cooked. He had nothing left. Osweiler took his job for a while that season. But in the end, he won the Super Bowl. Because if you're an experienced enough quarterback and the coach can figure it out and you got a defense – you can slide by. So I would say the Colts are going to be competitive as the season wears on, even if what you're saying is true, which it probably is, Jay. They're not respecting Matt Ryan the same way anymore. He's, he's wise enough to, to figure it out and stay competitive. That's what I'm going to say. You, you, you know, it's so interesting, though. I go back to the Denver Broncos, and I was just thinking about the division. They got booed at home, man. Mm. They, 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 when have you ever heard a home team, I mean, a home crowd boo their team that's a playoff-winning team? They usually boo the Jets, the Giants, the Bad Browns, the Bad Bengals, right? Like, Peyton Manning did get booed when the offense was stalling at the Denver Broncos. Yeah. You know, John Elway did get booed. Hell, Jay Cutler did get booed. Bubby Brister didn't get booed. They're booing. Jake Plummer didn't get booed. They're booing their own team at home. So if we sitting here in New York City doing our shows together and we can't recognize that this team isn't good, we in trouble. Well, you just named all those quarterbacks. Is that, I mean, it just implies that they're booing Russell Wilson, right? You know what he needs to do. No, it doesn't imply that they're booing Russell Wilson. I mean, it implies that they're booing an era that they don't feel good about of a team right now because those other quarterbacks were on teams that people thought were good. That's what it implies. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, I, I, I hear it. Okay. I, all I'm saying though, is that if who's well, a, actually, who's a actually signature, Russell, who, who's the signature player on this team? Like the signature guy that they went out and spent a lot of hoopla around it. Around now, it. We're, like Keith, like, before that, the season, that, you that, said that, they're not. That he is the face of their franchise. That's Keith, who you're booing. Before the season, you pointed out. I don't know why everyone thinks they're a quarterback away, and now that Russell Wilson's there, they're going to win. So it seems to me Jay's point is valid in the sense that what you're hearing from the fans is, wait a minute, I thought you were supposed to put us over the top. What's up? No, it's it's not it's not him. It's them. It's the head coach who's a new head coach. It's a new right. defensive and offensive coordinator. It's a new quarterback. It's a we were doing some things on the defensive side of the ball a year ago into Vic Fangio that we felt good about. This offense with this great mind of Hackett and Russell Wilson and Hackett trained and uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers and was a quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator, Jaguars, and we're going to have a high-octane offense and we're going to score points. Boo you because it's not happening. It's not it's not directed specifically at one guy. Yeah. I just know that being a fan since I was 21 years old, since I couldn't play anymore, what happens on the fan side is that, yeah, you can talk about management. Yeah, you can talk about coaching staff. 
But at the end of the day, similar to how we talked about Justin Herbert getting that win, even if the defense let him down, that win or loss goes on Herbert. That whole momentum goes on Russell Wilson. All that stuff doesn't really matter to the fan. It comes down to the star quarterback to lead this team, and that's what you brought him over yeah, to if do. You want, if you want it to be all about Russell Wilson, you can make it all about him, but it's about the Broncos and their country in, in, in the terms of what they're doing. That, that's what it's about. It's not about Russell Wilson. Do you you know, Russell something, Wilson guys? isn't very good for the Broncos that's as of saying. today. He may be good tomorrow, but as a team collectively, the receivers have got to get open. They've got to catch footballs and separate. The running backs have got to run. They had the leading rushing offense a year ago in the National Football League with a two-headed monster. But they Ke- can't pick up a first down right now. Key, a lot of it, a lot of it is turning into even the miscommunication between Hackett and Russell Wilson. Like so many penalties at the line of scrimmage. Like there's there's a lot of things that are going on where you're watching this. That's why I said to me, like you want to throw in the first year head quarterback, okay, but it comes down to the quarterback as well. Who's the bigger disappointment between the Colts and the Broncos so far? The Colts. Colts. The Colts. I mean, because the, the Colts, difference is the difference. Like, because the, the Colts, mm-hmm. uh, Max, yeah. are two years removed from the playoffs. Right. Two seasons removed. And this was supposed to be the two, guy that made the difference. Two seasons removed from yeah. the playoffs. If I'm right, yeah. Two seasons removed from the playoffs. And uh, really, Jonathan Taylor and them, they were right. If, if Carson Wentz doesn't pull a Carson Wentz, they go to the playoffs again. That's not the case with the, with the Broncos. The Broncos – they were not a playoff team. But this a year is where ago. perception, key, Jay. Like, I don't forget about what people say, right? Let's look at what they actually do. Matt Ryan was traded for a third round pick. Russell Wilson was traded for what? Two firsts, a whole bunch of players. Oh, yeah, a second, the, a you third, name a it, they gave it to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. They gave they him gave everything. Him 100, so, they gave him $160 million or whatever it was. Right. So, so what they did, forget about what people, oh, Matt Ryan, that's good value. He's actually the guy. But in the end, they were like, no, we picked him up for peanuts. Russell Wilson, they mortgaged the farm for him. So even if you say the Colts, but the expectations and key, of course, first-year head coach, first-year OC, he just got there. It's not about this year, Mm -hmm. right? But I think the booing reflects, wait a minute, we gave up all that stuff because, as Key, you predicted, they're not just a quarterback away. But I think the fan base thought thought we were just a quarterback away. What's up? Well, that's because – they felt that way because they were being sold that to a degree. Because if you go out and you acquire Aaron Rodgers, that was a two-year process, right, Max? Mm-hmm. They were the name floating and, and the whole deal in a two-year process. Because what did they do before when they were a quarterback away? They went and got who? Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Yep. They went and got him. But what they didn't realize is what else they had to go along with Peyton Manning. They had a lot of stuff. Okay, they had a DeMarcus Ware and a Von Miller. You know, they had that stuff. Yeah, Peyton Manning just rode that defense, really. They Mm -hmm. had a Tlaib in a shutdown corner. They had those things that those pieces were already kind of in play. So it was a smart move by John Elway to say, you know what, that guy's getting ready to put us over the top. Matt Ryan, The Seattle Seahawks didn't feel that way about Russell Wilson. So they said, you know what, man, we're going to let you go a little earlier than what most people think because we feel as an organization you've given us your best football as a quarterback, and that wasn't good enough to get us another Super Bowl. 
that's how you have to look at this thing, Max. Yeah. The well, both NJ, franchises have been through. Just say Max. R- NJ, both franchises, more. the Colts and the Broncos, have been through a lot of quarterbacks and thought maybe now they had their guy, but so far, the the returns are not good. Speaking of returns, the returns are good on Josh Allen, who may be the MVP favorite. Is he the best player in the league right now? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.